Hey, what's up, everybody? Before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to let you know of a special announcement. If you've been ever interested in our courses to help you ace your FE or PE exam, definitely go check them out at civilengineeringacademy.com. Prices on our existing courses are going to be seeing a little bump in price coming on June 3rd of 2023. So if you are ever, if you've been ever interested in acing your exams and needing a course to do it, go check us out, civilengineeringacademy.com. We can help you crush your FE or PE exam at uh, the best prices you'll probably ever see. So go check that out real quick. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey, what's up, everybody? Isaac here with Civil Engineering Academy. Excited again to be with you on another sweet podcast episode. We are aiming to help anybody on this journey to become a professional civil engineer. So check us out at civilengineeringacademy.com. And uh, we're here to help you. But anyway, I'm excited today about today's guest. I bring on Amanda McFarland. She was actually a student of the Ultimate Civil PE Review Course, which we put on. You can find that at civilpereviewcourse.com. But she found, uh, actually, she didn't find success. She actually had a very interesting story where she received a fell. But later, a couple months later, the NCES emailed her and told her that she actually passed. So we wanted to talk about this journey that she had and the range of emotions that she had in getting over this hump of passing the PE exam. She is from Brazil. She actually also has another fascinating story where she really switched lanes in her career going from interior design all the way to civil engineering and how that's worked well for her and her family. So anyway, it's a really fascinating story. I think all the information that she shares will help motivate anybody that's preparing to take their PE exam. And it's just a fun fun and interesting story that you would like to hear anyway. So anyway, with that intro, I'm excited to bring on Amanda. She is a fantastic guest and you're gonna enjoy listening to this. It's gonna be coming up right after this. Hey, have you struggled to find time to actually read a book? I know I have. Life is busy, four kids, all of that jazz. It makes it really hard to actually sit down and read a book. So you know what I turned to? I turned to Audible. And we have an affiliate with them. If you go to civilengineeringacademy.com slash audible, that's A-U-D-I-B-L-E, you can jump on and find your favorite titles to go anywhere with you. Use that link. You'll get 30 days for free. You'll also get a couple of credits. And if you're already a Prime member, you'll get two credits, which is good for some premium selection titles that you can actually keep. But go check them out. I really have enjoyed Atomic Habits by James Clear, which gives you an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. They've got fun ones like Dune that are on there and tons of others. So if you're in the hunt to find time in your day to listen to books, definitely give them a shot. Go to civilengineeringacademy.com slash audible. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E. And go get a free 30-day trial of Audible. Go check them out. 
Hey guys, if you haven't already, I want to let you know about our awesome newsletter. If you haven't signed up for the Civil Engineering Academy newsletter, seriously, what's wrong with you? I'm just kidding. Go check it out though. You'll get all the latest episodes that we produce, blog articles, exams, discounts, course material. All this fun stuff is through our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up, go check it out. That's civilengineeringacademy.com slash newsletter. You'll be taken. Go sign up and uh, you'll start getting our fun newsletters that we send out usually once a week. So go check it out, civilengineeringacademy.com slash newsletter and go sign up. All right, we are live and rolling. Amanda, I want to thank you for joining the Civil Engineering Academy podcast and doing this with me. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to hear your story. Yours is a very unique one. So I wanted to bring you on the show and talk about your journey to passing your PE exam. But before we do that, why don't we jump into just a little bit about your own background, where you're from? How did you find yourself into this world of civil engineering? Because that's also unique. So I'm from Sao Paulo, Brazil. I first came to the U.S. as an exchange student back in 2007, 2008. And then I went back home and I started architecture school there. After six months, I decided I wanted to come back to the U.S. and continue my studies here. So I applied for different schools and where I got accepted, I had interior design. And I decided to start that because it sounded interesting. So I got my associate's degree. And then after a couple of years, I knew that I wanted to finish my bachelor's. And I researched again. I was like, do I go back to architecture? Do I do something else? And I went to BYU's website and I read about civil engineering. I just fell in love with their bio about civil engineering and how you can benefit so many people in this world and help them with their lives that inspired me to do that. So that's when I decided to go into civil engineering. So maybe briefly tell us what were the challenges of switching lanes? Because that seems like a very, you know, you got people that are very creative over here and people that are very analytical over here and you kind of switch this big lane. And it doesn't mean as a civil engineer, you can't be creative, but it's definitely a lane change that I haven't seen anyone else do that I know of. So how difficult was that for you to do that? So while I was in school, I was working interior design. I worked in that for 10 years and I felt like I was, and I always loved math and I always loved drawing. That's why I was like, architecture is kind of hybrid of that. But then once I started going to civil engineering, I was like, well, maybe I'm going to be good at this. Like I really enjoyed it. So after 10 years, I felt burnt out from interior design and I was afraid of go into the civil engineering market because of my kids. I was just wanted to work from home. Like the demands. Yeah, I was just worried because the only thing I knew was like, man, working 40 hours a week in the office. I'm like, I cannot do that. But it worked out that my employer helped me. I asked, I was like, can I work? Can I do hybrid schedules? So I work twice a week from home and I work two times in the office and I only worked 30 hours a week. So I'm when my kids are in school, I'm working and walk them home together. And then I can put on my mom hat and do that. Do the mom things. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's amazing. I think that's very inspiring because I'm sure there are many women that are in the same position as you and they're looking at civil engineering. It's a great career to get into, you know, very stable, can pay well, but is it flexible? You know, can, does, will this work with everything? all the demands that you have. And I have found that too, especially with COVID, that there's definitely more flexibility. I'm in the transmission engineering world with utilities and a lot of positions are work from home full time. A lot of consultants will say you can do 30 hours to 
and you're still getting benefits, things of that nature. I think there's a lot more flexibility there. Well, now that you're working, has has there been a, a challenging project? What are you seeing that you're enjoying a lot? Or has there been other challenges that you have seen as you've jumped into the civil engineering world? So I'd say my first project has been the most challenging one so far. I have a little over a year of experience in civil engineering. And I got this project for a road widening in Eagle Mountain, Utah. And it was a design build. So I started working on it in February. And by November, the whole project was over. It was done and completed. It was very, very fast paced. Wow. It was a little chaos at the moment because I was learning the process, everything. I had to ask so many questions, but it was really rewarding to see the before, doing an after because I would drive by and now I can drive on the beautiful widened road and see the two retention ponds that I designed in CAD and see in real life. So... That was really cool. That is so awesome. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest benefits of being a civil engineer is seeing, you know, the final product and knowing that you're helping, you know, society as a whole to improve their life. So that's awesome. Yes. And we drive on in, my, I was showing my kids, I'm like, look, I designed this. And they, <laughs> that was really fun. That's <laughs> awesome. So I guess um, maybe that ties into another question that what have you enjoyed the most about being a civil engineer now that you're here? I like seeing like the before and after and being a site development engineer, I get to experience a little bit of everything. So sometimes I get a road project, sometimes I get a subdivision or a really cool shopping center with a fun plaza and have to grade all of that. So it has been great to see all the different aspects that I can help with. You know, I know you're here. You mentioned you're from Brazil. Is all of your family still in, in Brazil? Have they come and see any of your projects that you've built? Yes, my two brothers, they follow my footsteps of doing an exchange program and then studying here. I have a brother that he's a mechanical engineer and the other one, he's trying to be a doctor or a researcher. I don't know yet. Man, yeah, Brazilians, <laughs> you aim high. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'd say my parents, they always put their focus in school and studying. I'd say that was like one of the big strengths for us, like to help us uh, get ahead. So they put us in a really great Catholic school in Brazil. And I'd say like my basis was from there. That helped me pass through engineering school, like not suffering as much. Yes. <laughs> and my parents moved to the U.S. a year ago. So I have my grandparents and extended family back there, but great to have them close by. You've got all these moving pieces in your life. How do you balance all of this? And how did you balance all of this? and study for the PE exam? That's a very great question. (laughs) I'd say the main thing was that I had a plan. I found a course. I found Civil Engineering Academy. I scheduled my exam and I had a goal. I I started studying in August. My exam was in November. I followed the schedule that Civil Engineering Academy has and that helped me go through it. And another aspect of it is having a supportive family and supportive employer, I would say. My husband works from home, so he helps me with the kids. I have an eight-year-old boy and a four-year-old girl, so he helps me with lunches or pick them up if I have a deadline to that I have to stay late at work. We tag team and it works out. Because my kids allowed me to work, I asked them and they allowed me to work 30 hours a week. So when my kids are in school, I'm at work and then I pick them up and we're together and I can do all the mom things, take them to dance, to music, to soccer, and and it works out. When did you actually study? Like, when was your hours? When did you schedule that? 
I studied at 5 a.m. I would wake up 5 a.m., study before I had to go to work. And sometimes in the evenings, but I, my brain doesn't work as well in the evenings. So I would try to take advantage of the mornings. And Saturdays, I would sometimes I get a chunk of like two or three hours solid in the morning and just study for it. That is amazing. I think that is a, a bigger challenge, maybe to even taking the exam is finding this balance in your life to study for the exam. So I applaud you to figure that out and make it work. And the word that keeps coming to my mind is that this is a big sacrifice. And if you can get your family on board to help you on this exam, on this adventure, you know it's going to benefit not only yourself, but it's going to help your family in the long run. Then everyone has to kind of chip in to help you achieve this goal. And you're waking up early to study. That's awesome. So I know a lot of people want to know, you know, as a mother, when do I find time to do this? And it sounds like that sacrifice is maybe got to wake up a little earlier and maybe Saturday morning's got to be a little bit of a sacrifice, you know, for your, your husband to watch the kids. So really good advice there. Okay, well, let's dive into your PE prep then. How challenging was that for you? How did you discover Civil Engineering Academy along that journey? So I took my FE three times and I learned that I needed a course. So on the third time that I took my FE, I found a course and then that worked. So when I was ready to take my PE exam, the first thing I was Googling had courses for a PE exam. I think I found a YouTube video that the guy had different programs and he would talk about like Civil Engineering Academy was the best cost and the best quality. And I was like, oh, that's where I'm looking for. So I signed up and I loved like the practice problems and the practice exam that felt very true to what I encountered during my test. And that helped. Well, awesome. We're excited that you found us. I think that's awesome. And we <laughs> love bringing students on the program here to talk about that. But, um, you know, we are a huge advocate of taking a course. I know many people forget stuff over time and it's not expected as a civil engineer to know everything that's on that. You can go at it on your own. There's no problem doing that. It's just when you find a course that works for you and you can get support to help you, it just makes that process a little bit easier for everybody. So, yeah. I would say like time was a major thing for me. Like I could not spend time searching things in different places. So I loved everything it was one spot. I did not waste time doing that because I just would log into my portal and go through. That's awesome. Was there a favorite feature of the course that you really liked? I loved the videos that worked through the problem. So I tried the problems on my own. And then when I got stuck, I would see how they worked it out. So that, that helped great. I love the Facebook group. Uh, you just feel like a community and you're not alone in this hard time of life. <laughs> so that was... That is for sure. It was really helpful to get... Sometimes like, I'm stuck on this, please help me and get feedback and support and when you fail and you cheer and you pass, so... Yep. I think it's kind of the unsung hero of the, our entire course is the support that we have in our private community. It's very active... People get on there to ask any question that they want, whether it's breadth or depth related. We have a very responsive team that jumps on there. And not only our team, but the community jumps on too. And you can kind of tell who's in the same boat as you because people are there to struggle or, you know, celebrate wins. But, you know, if people pass their exam, they love to get in there. And, and we love hearing that stuff. So 
You had a very unique story when you passed the exam, though. Could you talk about that? <laughs> I've never heard it before. I haven't either. So I took my test November 22nd, and a week later, I got the result that I failed the test. And that was really hard, like you said, to share with your family. My son, my eight-year-old, he was, I would tell them, like, okay, I'm going to take this test. And when I failed, he cried with me. It was just a like, <laughs> well, morning for a few days that I had failed it after of course. so much work. But then beginning of March, I got an email that said, fail to pass. And from Jacob, I forgot his name. He's like the head of the chief officer of NCES. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what is this? I thought it was a scam at first. So, and he said, <laughs> I was like, what is this? I started shaking. I'm like, what's going on? And he said there was a flawed item. It was very vague. There was a flawed item in the exam. And the inmate, he said he, they were sorry for it, but he made my result change from fail to pass. Wow. And I logged in and I saw that it was true. <laughs> I logged in for like the entire week. I would log in every day, make sure it was true. <laughs> What were your emotions when you saw that? When you like, this is a real thing. It's not a scam. I felt so relief. I was crying and jumping, and my dad was like, "Did someone die?" Like, yeah, I was freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I felt so really. It was such a weight, and it was funny because that week I was gonna start a hardcore study again. I'm like, I'm gonna do it again, and I'm gonna schedule my test. And that same week, I got my results. So. Tears of joy, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that is such an amazing story. I have never known. Maybe there's someone out there. And if it has happened to you out there in the world, you know, let us know. But I, I guess I have never heard of anybody that has received a fell and then months later got a pass. Right. Especially when you put in so much time <laughs> into it. And then you're probably gearing up to study or you're worth studying again for the next one. And then that happens. That's amazing. So... I guess for anyone that's failing, I guess there may be a chance. Maybe there's hope. <laughs> <laughs> that one of those yeah. problems or two were wrong. <laughs> so the email was pretty vague. I don't know if you could talk about that, but it didn't really specify if there was a wrong problem. It just said there was an issue on the exam. Yeah, they said it was a flawed item. That's the word they used. A flawed item. It is very vague. Is it a problem? Is it a problem with the CBT exam? that was marking people wrong when it's wild. <laughs> it's <just> like, <laughs> could be a little more detail there, but hey, as long as I got the green light. Yes, that's what it is. Okay. <laughs> you know, now that you've gone through this process, the range of emotions have been all over the place from failure to, again to elation to passing. Knowing everything that you've gone through, what advice would you have for someone preparing for this exam? First of all, I think you should have a plan in mind, have an end goal. And if you can pay a course, it's so worth it because it just it saves you time and the same money because then you don't have to take it again and it's over. <laughs> and definitely come check us out. Civil Engineering yes. Academy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I would say also take care of your mental, emotional state. I do yoga twice a week and that helps me a lot. I also did some like hypnotherapy to help me with my anxiety. And I'm like a super advocate for that because I think a lot of times on the test, now that you don't know the subject, just you get so stressed out that you can't perform as well, you know? So that helped me a lot to be sharp mind and sharp emotions so I could perform well. That's the first time actually anyone's ever mentioned hypnotherapy as maybe an option to help them. And a lot of people go through these exams and yeah, the anxiety is level is like rocket high. 
And one of the things that I preach all the time is a big portion, a big battle of this exam is the mental attitude you have when you come into the exam. You know, it's one thing to practice problems and exams, but if you're going to the exam, let's say you have failed it four times, you know, what's your mental state like every time you go and take that exam? It's going to bring back horrible feelings. You probably hate the NCES. And if you're already thinking that way, you've probably already lost the game. So anything to help. So if hypnotherapy is an option, that's really good advice. So I'm glad you brought that up. I would also say if you made it that far that you're allowed to take the PE exam, you already want so much. You think that it's like a you are so privileged that you made it so far and there's just a little bit more that you need to do, you know? You're just almost there. From that perspective, yeah. The whole exam experience is a marathon. People finish at different times and different paces and your experience is different than the next person's. My experience is different than everyone else's. I struggled as well. That's why I started this whole thing in the first place is to try to help people because I struggled myself. So you're not a failure if you fail these things, just you know, get your mind right and keep the momentum going. I wanted to talk a little bit about the depth exam you took. What depth exam did you take? And a lot of people want to know when we talk about depth exams, what resources helped you, books or whatnot? How did you take the depth exam and what helped you? Okay, so I took the water resources exam and I got the ultimate pro package. So I watched the videos for water. I tried to get familiar with the manuals, the handbooks that are available during the test. Just get familiar with like with the codes and what they might ask and more practice problems. Like I <laughs> this practicing nonstop. I took advantage of the Civil Engineering Academy exam simulator and I locked myself in the office and did I divided the test. I did the four hours in the morning, four hours in the afternoon, so it'd be such a huge stretch. And I think that helped a lot because I just like, I think it helps like my body physically, you know, to like sit for so long and also all the demands from the test taking process. Of course. I think that helped a lot. Just practicing, watching like get your concepts down when I didn't really like venture out to other resources. I mainly just use the platform. Well, a lot of people don't know this, but, you know, our course, and we do sell this individually, is that we do have a CBT exam simulator for those that take the PE exam. And it's a full-blown exam experience. Codes and standards on the left with the handbook, problems on the right. Uh, you can flag a problem. We tried to make it look, you know, as real as possible to the real thing. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Did you feel like that helped both with your breadth and your depth and just getting used to taking an exam that's that long? Yes, I thought I 100% recommend it. <laughs> it was especially flagging and knowing that you should not get stuck in one problem. Just go to the next one and then you use your time. Like I think that's another big part of the test is timing everything right because you can easily just slip into this black hole of... <laughs> trying to figure that one problem out that, and then you don't have time for everything else. So. Very true. Time management's key. And the best way to combat that is by putting yourself in a real exam scenario. So, you know, that's why we tried to come up with the CBT exam. We do allow people to pause it in the middle. We do understand you have a life. So if you need to step away, <laughs> even if, if it's for a while, you can pause that thing and come back to it whenever you want to. So, but yeah, I'm glad that helped. I'm glad you mentioned that. Any other tips that you would like to share for PE prep that are on your mind that helped you? 
Yeah, I think, like I said, just uh, remember, it's just a test to your person. You still have your life. And if you fail, it doesn't tell anything about you. <laughs> we just need to try again, like come up with a plan, find a course. I recommend Civil Engineering Academy 100% and try to find your support systems because you need, it takes a village, right? Even to take the P exam. <laughs> it does. So yes, definitely check us out. You can find the course at civilengineeringacademy.com. If you want to go straight to the website where our course is housed, you can go to civilpereviewcourse.com. Check out all the options. Uh, we have options for one month, six months, or even one year if you feel like it's going to take a while or you feel like you're going to repeat the exam. And there's a depth course add-on if you would like, you know, with depth stuff. Many people have passed the exam just with our breadth course because we basically put almost everything in there except um, maybe lectures for depth stuff. So anyway, it's good stuff. And uh, we just we love sharing it with people. So Amanda, thank you for doing this with us. This has been really fun. Your story is really unique. If anyone's failed, maybe there's a chance you'll get a an email three months later. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Three months later that you passed. So <laughs> never doubt it. Just kidding. <laughs> if anybody wanted to reach out to you, Amanda, about maybe the depth exam or your experience or anything along those lines, maybe if it's even coming from Brazil to the U.S. and how you navigated that challenge too. But if they had any questions, what's the best way to reach out to you? They can definitely send me an email. It's amanda.cc.mcfarland at gmail. And yeah, I'd be happy to help because I've had a lot of mentors throughout the years and asking questions and that helps a lot. I love it. There's a lot of hoops to jump through and I think you've navigated all of that very well. I just loved hearing your horse story and background. So great, great stuff. And um, I appreciate you doing this with me. Hope you have a great weekend. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Civil Engineering Academy podcast. Thanks for joining me today. If you want, please leave a review or a comment or a like. They definitely go a long way and share it with a friend because why not? It helps. Hey, if you're interested in becoming a guest, feel free to shoot me an email, Isaac at civilengineeringacademy.com. And if you know anyone or yourself personally, definitely check out our website, civilengineeringacademy.com, where we can help you on your journey to become a professional engineer, whether that's to help you pass your FE or your PE, or just get great career advice. And if you're interested in becoming a sponsor of this podcast and have an amazing outreach to other civil engineers, also shoot me an email and we'll be there to help you. Anyway, thanks for joining me today and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.